are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. It's up to me to be the very best I can be. Productions, 
as Rosalind May in Moon Over Buffalo, Rita in Educating Rita, and Miss Adelaide in Guys and Dolls, just to name a few. A move to California led Rachel to other modeling and acting opportunities, such as playing Annabelle in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, starring Mickey Rooney. Rachel is also part of the award-winning dream team, TheOutsideWriters.com, with two scripts and a children's show, Mango Jumbo Kids, currently in production. Together, these two long-term friends have now synced together to form their own radio podcast, The Girl Boss Next Door, for which I have brought them here today. Please help give me a very warm, warm Girl Boss welcome to Jill Sanabanez and Rachel George. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How are you? Happy Mother's Day. Thank Happy you. Happy Mother's you Day. Too. <laughs> Thank you for um, taking the time um, to come and be on the show here with us today, and especially because I know that you're centrally and specifically located, so I know that um, uh, you had to get up pretty early to be here with us today. So thank you so much again. Thank you for and having us. I really appreciate it. And so before we talk about your about your new podcast, The Girl Boss Next Door, I want to give you both a chance to introduce your fabulous selves to our listeners. Now, Jill, many of our listeners know, um, as we talked about, that you're a partner with Nashville Entertainment Weekly PR and co-host with TJ Cates of Nashville Entertainment Weekly. But um, many may not be aware of your earlier accomplishments in acting and as a booking agent. So can you talk about that? Definitely. So I uh, I moved to Tennessee in 2010, but before that, I was working in Los Angeles, and uh, I was acting and modeling a little bit, uh, mostly acting in television and film commercials, some music videos, just, you know, when you're a working actor, you do a variety of things because you want to do that as your full-time job, so you do different gigs, and, and you meet a lot of people, and, and really, it's the whole thing is is like a learning experience because you talk to people on set and you ask them, you know, which booking agent did you use, which, um, because sometimes a lot of it, you can get the information on different online websites for acting. So you just ask what works for different people. And you, if you're serious about it, of course, you know, you work to build your SAG credits up to become an eligible SAG eligible actress. And then if you want to join SAG, you definitely should. And it's, it's so much fun. Like I, I love it. And I used to be really shy, but then I started taking acting classes because it was just something that, something that I just, uh, I, I was always, I guess, kind of interested in. And I remember even in high school, for some reason, we went to a filming, like a field trip. We went to a taping of the Dharma and Greg show. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, I used to love that show. Yeah, so we we were actually there in the studio audience, and I just thought, how amazing is this? Actors can dress up every day, of course, you know, you know, hair and makeup, and and do this for a living. Like I was just in awe, and I just thought that that was the coolest thing to be on a studio set in the audience. And then, of course, it was really sweet because they would go to basically like a commercial break. They would do different takes, and then the actors would answer questions if anybody in the audience had questions and and I remember that I was there and and I just kind of just listened and and I I think I did ask a question like you know how did you get into acting because everybody was just so sweet and I guess it was kind of like you know bring the students to work day and and they were so wonderful all of the cast and crew and and it was just a fun experience and I was thinking I would love to do this every day because it just seems so neat the behind the scenes of it and then hearing the actors talk about their experiences and then of course you know going to acting school and and really studying and learning what it really means to be an actor is fascinating because you really have to put yourself in that role and then um, I did meet some wonderful ladies from Burbank Casting that are still doing what they're doing. They're still wow. working in casting, and they have their own company. And um, and that's actually where I met Rachel because she was one of the actors with Burbank Casting. And then um, a few of them, you know, they said, you know, why don't you help us, you know, book people on set with you? And um, and then I helped them do that, and, and it was so much fun. So and of course, you know, Rachel and Andy, her husband. They're just amazing people, and I was just thinking, you know, when you're on set, you want to be around people that 
you absolutely admire and you want to learn from and, you know, people that you can also help and they can help you because it's, it's really a community you want to build when people are serious and they're, you know, they're respecting it like a career because it really is. So I've been so lucky to meet Rachel and Andy and, and a lot of other actors that I was lucky enough to book on set with me. And then, of course, um, when I moved from California to Nashville, I really, I really missed my friends. And, and I'm so glad that Rachel said that she would like to do the girl boss next door with me. Cause I was thinking, how can I collaborate with her and you're miles away, but you still want to make sure that you're staying connected because it's hard, you know, it's, it's hard being away from what you're used to doing and, you know, people that you're around for hours and hours a day. And, and you kind of forget like, these are really good friends, you know, because you get caught up in the hours of work and, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, I, I want to slow down and I want to realize like my life is, you know, all of these amazing things that are happening and the people that I'm around. So I really miss that. And, um, but I want, I want Rachel to talk. Because <laughs> oh, sure. She's no. in Los Angeles right now, which I'm so envious of. So um, it's, it's so exciting How that she's still a part of it. And, and, and Andy's still part of it. So she's, yeah, she's doing so much. And I'm, I'm so proud of everything that she's doing. Well, what I love, Rachel, about yourself and what I can identify with, too, because I have a musical theater background, as you do. Um, but not quite as um, illustrious as yours. <laughs> so go ahead and tell us. Um, it's not. But, I, you know, when I was in high school, I did community theater and, and all of that and, and a little bit of Maryland public television. But um, let's talk about, um, about yours because, oh, my goodness, you have um, a pretty amazing um, accomplishment and experiences yourself in, um, in London. So tell us about your journey there. Well, look, I didn't say I was good. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> I'm you don't get major I mean, parts okay. like Miss Adelaide because you're not good. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> no, I think, um, well, my journey is just like Jill's. I feel like it's something that I was always interested in, um, but I didn't know where my place was. Um, so obviously coming here was, was quite different to what, you know, how things work in, in England. Um, I think in England there's quite a big theatre community and it's quite, it's it's easy enough to get into. I feel like every pub, um, you know, back in the day, they all had a theatre on top of the pub. Ah. Um, so, yeah, it, I know, it's quite interesting, but every kind of pub you would go upstairs there would be rehearsal rooms um so it was quite easy to just kind of join and get involved with local co- you know theater communities and stuff so as soon as we came to, to los angeles it was like oh well you know i'll find a, a theater community but it's definitely a different town it's definitely a tv and film town which you know that's something i'd never ever done um and i thought well i've never set foot on set before um, which was terrifying, I'll be honest. <laughs> you know, I felt completely out of my depth. Um, but then, you know, I, I met Jill, meet some really wonderful people, and it, just mirroring everything Jill already did say, um, it's so important to kind of, you know, show your worth, um, and you definitely want to build a community around, um, you know, people that you meet, and, you know, there's great people that we've met over the years. Um, but definitely Jill and I kept in touch because I just feel like our bond and friendship, you know, we have the same goals, um, but with the same, you know, at the core, we're just really humble people who just love to work and we just like to be involved. And I think that's quite rare. Um, but we also, you know, don't forget other people. So we were just really grateful that Jill always thought about us and she always did everything that she could, um, you know, to keep us working, which is, it's it's not easy to do in in this town because mm-hmm. there's so much obviously competition, just like everywhere else. But if you show your worth and you, you know you you show up and you do your job well, um, you can definitely you can definitely stand out and do well. Um, so coming from theatre in England, you know that was really different. It was really different. It was so strange. You know, we were like, my goodness, where's the curtain? You know, nothing happens the way it does that. Um, but you can find. Um, theatre community here you just have to look a little bit harder I think um, whereas I know places like New York maybe in, in Chicago different 
cities, you know, that perhaps have a bigger theatre community. Um, but from there, we just kind of branched out and decided to start writing. Um, and that's how I kind of became involved with the outside writers. And, you know, my husband and a good friend of ours, um, you know, had some opportunities to, to write for people that we just knew. You know, it's just people that you know um, doing other projects, doing their own thing. Um, you know, moving forward and just producing their own things. And it was quite exciting. We we managed to um, work on a, a film that shot in Atlanta, you know, that Jill knows all about. <laughs> so yes. That was, you know, that was our sort of first um, venture into kind of filmmaking, <laughs> um, which came with all the ups and downs that you can imagine it comes with. But from there, we just thought, you know, we want to do this again and again, and, and we don't, you know, need a lot of attention or praise for it. We just want to be working. We just want the consistency of doing what we love, you know, writing and working and just continue to do that. Um, and just like Jill said, you know, when she moved, it was like, oh, my goodness, you know, this is one, you know, this is such a great friend. This is like a piece of me is going somewhere else. So, um, you know, when Jill said, why don't we do a podcast together? You know, let's do this. And I was like, my goodness, you know, yes, of course. You know, let's just, because Jill and I both like to talk. We have so much in common. <laughs> you know, she moved away, she, you know, she has her family, I have mine. So it was like, how can we kind of bring, you know, the, the things that we know and love together? Um, and Jill was just the brains of everything. She thought about absolutely everything, as she always does. Um so I just think that maybe we, we do bad. I don't know what I do that's so great. <laughs> I feel like Jill does Oh, my everything. goodness. She helped she my so hands through everything. <laughs> you two are so true. funny. You're so <laughs> humble. I love that you're humble, but my goodness, I can see – I can see, and um, actually, I was going to ask you this after um, the hour because um, we're going to take a break in just in a little bit, maybe uh, five or so minutes, and then when we come back, we'll talk about um, the machinations of the girl boss next door. And but mm-hmm. I did have a couple of, um, of um, questions as you're talking, like my wheels are spinning because um, Jill, you're talking about film and television, which you're so amazing and good at. And when that camera goes on, you're, yes, you're very fluent and you're professional and you're very natural and very, um, very able and easy, which is something I'm, I don't, I struggle with a little bit because um, I'm, because I have a, and Rachel, please feel free to interject with this because this is just my own observation because I came out um, of a theater background, so it's very different from film and television. Oh, yeah. And so, so even as um, being a guest on shows like um, Jill and TJ have been very generous with me and allowed me um, to be a guest twice on their show in Nashville, it's a very different experience when you have a camera on you as opposed to being in the theater and you're on a stage and you've practiced and practiced for three or four months. So you know yeah. your markings, you're very rehearsed because you've memorized, you've memorized not only your markings and, and your lines, but everybody else's as well. So it's very mm-hmm. almost second nature by the time you step on that stage. And then, but when you're in film and television, now I know that you, uh, when you're on a, like a weekly show or something, you have your, your markings and your lines and you're before an audience. So it's similar in, in that thing, but but to um, to do Jill what you and TJ do and what you do so well, and also Rachel, um, it's very off the cuff and very natural. You don't know what questions somebody's going to ask you or or um, <laughs> your introductions. Like I, I, I'm just amazed at when that camera goes on. Boom, you and TJ are like a well-oiled machine, and but you're very natural at it. It's like it's not rehearsed. It's just very natural. You're having a conversation, but it's beautifully executed. And so that's a Thank gift. You. And it, Yes, it's a gift and it's a talent. And also, Rachel, being on your show, you have that same – you have that same gift, and so I can see where your um, your acting comes through in that. And you also mentioned about sagging after, and I want to just touch on that a little bit. Rachel, are, are you also sagging after? I am. I think it's because of Jill that I'm actually um, sag after. I I became eligible through a job that we probably did together. It's been a while, but because of that job, I did join. Um, 
about seven or eight years ago. So, yeah, I did join just because a couple of opportunities came up, um, whereas a lot of people, you know, they wait until perhaps something comes up that's, you know, in the bracket of the union job. Um, but I did it at the time because I wanted to be part of the union. Um, and I, I just kind of liked the, the opportunities that were there and the not protection that comes with it, but you do feel um, that you've accomplished something just, just by, you know, becoming eligible, to be honest, which Jill definitely is as well. So I wanted to talk about that because I, have a, I get a lot of um, people uh, behind the scenes that ask me about that. And because they're um, coming up in the business and they're working hard and opportunities come up, and then sometimes um, they're confused as to um, the advantages or disadvantages of either or. Um, so can you guys speak to that um, for people who um, are out there who are in the business or coming up in the business or want to get into the business, whether or not you should and why or why not? Go ahead, Rachel. Rachel's actually in Los Angeles, so she's a perfect example yeah. of if you're in Los Angeles, you I think you definitely should. I think it yes, I think eventually you should. I, I completely agree with you. I think if you're just beginning, um, I don't know necessarily if it's something that um if you think basically this is what you're going to be doing for the next ten years, it's a good idea to try to work towards that goal, but it shouldn't really be your only goal. I think that it's a very um successful union for people that see and feel longevity, but it's a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. Um however, you'll get the protection and the benefits that come with any union. You know, yes, you can work towards your, your pension. You know, yes, you'll get certain health care benefits. It's just like you know, a, a real, you know, a regular job. Um, with that comes a lot of commitment, consistency, which is difficult to find, um, but it can be done. Um, but is there a requirement? Out, I think it, yes, every year. So you'll you'll have to meet a minimum income requirement. So that's where that hustle is going to kick in. You know, so you want someone like Jill on your side. You know, that can definitely right. help you get stores and okay. and get you those jobs. Um, but I think if you're starting out um, and you're not sure perhaps where you're you're going to go in the next, you know, 10, 15 years, I think it's really good to build your resume. See if you can enjoy being on set because it is a lifestyle and it's not easy for everybody. Um, I mean, Jill and I had been delirious working 16, 17, you know, 18 hours a day, you know. So sometimes yeah. it's really, it's not easy. It's not as easy as people, people think it is. And like you said, Gabby, um, you know, when you're on, you know, theater and you're on stage and, and, you know, you've got your team around you, you don't do those kind of hours. You know, film and TV, mm-hmm. you've got, you you know, you've only got a, perhaps a month to make a film and that's it, right. you know. So you have to work 20 hours a day if you have to, and that's just how it is. But if you're starting out, I don't think it's something that you really have to say, okay, I must get my SAG card. I must become union. You know, enjoy it first, you know. Um you know, like Jill said, get to know the community around you, talk to people, do it for a couple of years, I think, first, before you, you start to try and think, do I, you know, is this for me for the longevity? So, Jill, you spoke about having to build credits. Can you speak on that? So when you're an actress, you know, sometimes people just go into it and they're thinking, what roles can I get? Because like, like Rachel said, you do have to build your resume because everything that you do, whether it be a music video commercial or a small part in a film, even if you're doing extra work, I think anything is important to show that you're professional, show that you can go on set and the studio, they love that you're there. They love that you're there. You, you know, you're, again, a professional, and you put all of that on your resume and that makes you more appealing to the next person that's going to book you just like a regular job. And, and really I think that when you think about becoming a SAG actress or actor, you should really think, you know, like Rachel said, are we going to be in this for the long haul? Is this something that I want to do? Because there are other commitments that come with it, that come with joining the union. And, um, and I was leaving right before I was going to join the union. I left. And I was thinking, you know, I'll just join the union in Nashville. And then when I got to Nashville, they kind of said, well, the work here is different. It's a right-to-work 
state, a right to work area in the South. So, which means they're not going to necessarily pay you the same rate that they do in Los Angeles. So right. it depends on wow. the role. Again, it depends on the role. So it really, you know, you kind of have to think, well, is it worth my time? Is it worth the money? Am I going to get the work that I would get in Los Angeles to, let's say, give up another um, job? Because a lot of people in Los Angeles, you know, they have to supplement their income with working either, you know, restaurant work or oh, sure. other type of work where, you know, they, if, if they don't have the connections, you know, like Rachel and I have known each other for a while. So, um, and I was so lucky to be able to book people on set, you know, to be able to make them a little money, but everybody has to have an income. So unless you have, you know, other people besides myself, other people out there that you're connected with, because I was connected with a lot of people. And so is Rachel that, you know, can get you work because that's just what you have to do. You have to, every day is a hustle. Every day is a hustle. You have to check those online different websites to see, you know, what jobs are available. You have to talk to different casting directors and a lot of casting directors in Los Angeles, you can actually pay a small fee and you're on their roster, which is amazing. So, you know, they'll call you for a job or you can reach out to them if you see something on their website. So there's a lot of different ways. And in the South, it's a little different because you have to be with an agent, which I'm, I'm blessed to be with the agent that I am. And, and uh, TJ and also our daughter, we're all with the same agent and she's lovely. And she's in Nashville and she's a SAG franchise agent. So, um, so yeah, back to that. If, if you are an actor starting out, if you're in the South, you do have to find an agent. And if you're in Los Angeles, you just have to reach out to casting directors. So it's, it's a little different. Wow. That's, because that's pretty amazing. the one that books you for all the work in the South. Yeah. In, in Los Angeles, like if you're just starting out, you don't need an agent. Plus an agent wants you to kind of show that, you know, you're building up your credits on your own, you know, building mm-hmm. up your time on set type of thing. And then an agent will talk to you because you're more of a professional. You've taken acting classes and then they'll, right. you know, they'll bring you in for an audition, basically, like on your own. You know, you're auditioning as an actor, you know, for their roster. So it's a little different yeah. in Los Angeles where you need to show that you're going to be there on set. You need to build your own resume, and then, you know, an agent will talk to you. So mm-hmm. you just have so to get to know how types. it is depending on the region you're in. I'm sorry? Yeah. There's there's also so many different, you know, types of acting work that – um, it's not just where you are, it's what you want to pursue. So if you're somebody who thinks, right. you know, well, even hosting, you know, that's a completely different bracket by itself. And if you want yes. to just do commercial work, you know, some commercial work doesn't require you to say a thing. You know, you just, um, you know, it's just based completely on your appearance, you know. Um, so there's a lot of modeling and commercial work. Rachel <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that well, the two of you know how to do that. <laughs> I oh, love not that. Cool. That's like my favorite job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rachel. Go ahead. No, no. I was just saying. Um, yeah, it's true. I mean, it's just, it's just there's just a plethora of you know different avenues that you can take. But if you if you do want to speak on film, you know, even from TV and then film is very different. You know, day players on TV. You know, it's it's a guest. You know, you you're coming into a well-known show like, you know, CSI or something, and you're going to be, um, you know, a guest star. And to get those guest star roles, like like Jill said, casting director that doesn't know who you are, then, you know, you need to really start building relationships with those casting directors who cast for each particular show because each show has their own casting department. So, you know, out here it's just this sort of spider web of, uh, you know, of, of things. So narrowing down what you'd like to do, Wow. It's probably a bit more beneficial than just saying, oh, I want to come and do some acting. It's like, well, what type? <laughs> You're like, I don't know. <laughs> so doing a bit of everything um, initially, um, you know, is, is quite eye-opening. <laughs> Being it's a little bit of strategizing that. that has to kind of go on in order to get booked, you're saying. so? I think, I, I think so, yeah. Wow. No, I think you should try everything. Yeah, yeah. try everything. I mean, try it. I never thought no, no. that I would want to... Yeah, I never thought that I would want to be in a music video and just, like, be at a party and dance. I mean, it's fun. 
Like, it's fun. And when I moved, I was like, I miss dancing all day. Like, I just, <laughs> it's like silly things that you think you, you don't realize. But I'm like, I miss going to set and just having fun and, okay, this is a dance sequence. Okay, this is, you know, like we're all in a cafe and we're just hanging out. Oh, my God. Or, you know, <laughs> just different different things, you know, and it's it's so funny. And it's, I mean, of course, people have real life, but when you're in that environment, you're just like every day is kind of like, kind of like the best day ever because when you're on set you're like everything is beautiful you're in hair and makeup and everybody looks mm-hmm. great right so when you're outside of that you're like people look different outside of Hollywood because <laughs> in when you're an actor I mean you know I, I'm not trying to sound shallow or anything but no. when you're an actor you just it's like you're an athlete it's like you're I I say it's like because I I was a professional athlete at one time but it's like you're a professional athlete like you you make sure your hair and makeup are great when you show up to set. You make sure your teeth are as white as possible. You make sure that you're eating right, you're, you know, exercising, and you try to look your best and be your best. I know a lot of people, of course, you know, now in Hollywood they look a little different, you know, because I think Hollywood is, is more accepting of different body types, more accepting of, you know, the way people are in real life. I mean, not everybody is, you know, tall and thin, and it's not natural to be that way Not for not everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I have to work on it every day. Um, I think Rachel just wakes up out of bed, and her hair is fabulous. But, like, I, you know, like <laughs> every day is just, like, you know, it's, like, almost like a race. Like, who is going to win? Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I'm in competition with people, but I just mm-hmm. want to be my best self, you know. And, and I think when you're in Los Angeles and when you're around so many people that want to be their best selves, I think you – you want to reach that level too. Like it, I think it really motivates you. And that's just, that's what I get out of it. Like, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, it's, it's a hard place I feel, but I, again, I had my family around me. So with Rachel, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's a little different, but no, I just mean their support. I had my family's support. support. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I, I wasn't like struggling as much as a lot of people are because I had my family saying, you know, like if you don't want to work every day, you don't have to because they were helping me. So it's a little mm-hmm. different when you're from a different country like Rachel is. And like my, my whole, you know, Hollywood experience I'm sure was different than hers because I was there, but I also had my family that was, you know, helping me pursue my dream basically. So Rachel, so what was that like for you? Oh, I'm sorry, Jill. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's okay. That's just what I, that experience is different mm-hmm. than other people's I know. Yeah. So, Ra- Rachel, how is, how was what Jill just said? Because that just, um, <laughs> she brought up a good point. Um, so yeah. how is it different then for you to come into a whole new country where they do things probably completely different than they do in England? Yeah. So. Definitely, but I, I don't see it as being much different to you know, moving to a new state here because America is just so vast. It's so big and going from a state to another state is almost like a different country. You know, so it's, you know, you guys are bigger than Europe. So um, I, I think LA is, it's actually a nice place to be if you are coming from somewhere new because you feel like so many other people are too. So I didn't feel, uh, you know, alone. I didn't feel like, oh, you know, this is completely daunting. I'm the only person who's ever moved here. You know, it's just, it's definitely, um, you can find community around people who are also from England. Um, you know, Brits in LA, there's so many um, online communities. Um, and you just meet people on set all the time and you'll say, oh, where are you from? You know, and it's, it's rare to find people who are from here. Um but that, you know, of course there are people who are from here. And then I met Jill and I thought, my goodness, she's from here. <laughs> you know, that's so <laughs> Oh, nice. It's definitely different, though. She is right. I mean, when you, you're used to having your friends and family around, of course you get that, you know, boost. Um, but then, you know, you just kind of talk on the phone. I didn't, I didn't think that moving was something that has to ever be forever. I don't I didn't see it as a frightening thing. I saw it as an opportunity to just try, you know, just try your best and ultimately it's just a, a flight away. But obviously yeah, there's <laughs> there's a lot of things that are different. As soon as you, you land somewhere new, you know, even getting a driving license was completely, you know, overwhelming at one point. Um but very quickly it did it just became home. You just get into a routine, you just work super hard. Um, just like when you, you move to another state, you know, it's, it's getting used to things. Um, 
and just kind of finding community around you. Well, I definitely think your success speaks to um, the genu- your genuineness. Both of you are very humble and very genuine. You're very smart, and you're also very hardworking. And I think that's a great cocktail, if you will, <laughs> of what it takes to be successful in this business. And I just love that in this business, Jill, um, you said something that I just wanted to, like, amen that. Um, and it's one of the things that, I know Melinda and I, um, with Up To Me Radio, um, had said from the onset and upon meeting yourself and TJ, and that is um, there's no competition. You're very generous um, in this business, and that's very rare to find in this industry. And you just help each other. You give each other opportunities or segues and um, for opportunities and to meet people. Um, you're generous with myself and inviting us on your show to talk about Up To Me Radio. And you're, you're just very genuous, um, generous and also very genuine and very natural. And, but you're the hardest working team of people I think I've ever known. Um, like you said, you're, you work 18 to 20 hours a day. Like, it's amazing. And not only that, but you're fresh. Like, you're not, I'm so tired, I've been up all day. You don't look like you've been up all day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a rarity. It really is. And it's just so refreshing. And I find the both of you and Rachel a breath of fresh air for this industry. So it's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you. you on, because you're inspiring for other people, for up-and-comers, for people who um, are in the industry that need a little bit of insight to ex- accelerate their business. And then we're going to talk about in just a moment, we're going to take a, we're going to hold that thought, we're going to take a short commercial break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about The Girl Boss Next Door, and we'll kind of do a deep dive into your show. Um, But right now, um, we're going to take a short commercial break. And if you have any questions or comments for Jill or Rachel, please call in at 347-324-5246 and press the number one to come on air. And we'll be right back. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text. And for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. And we're back with Jill Sanabanez and Rachel George with The Girl Boss Next Door. Okay, now I'm just going to ask some questions about the show, and both of you, please feel free to interject. These aren't, um, you know, at the top of the hour, I, I was kind of breaking it down a little bit, but I'm just going to ask you questions about the show, and you two feel free to just interject um, with your comments. But um, and just to segue a bit from before the break, um, for the benefit of others who may be coming into the show a little bit late, um, how did the two of you, again, as long-term friends, decide to have a podcast together? Was this kind of a dream that you had in your past? Like, wouldn't it be fun like for us to work together mm-hmm. at some point You know, um, that has come to fruition? Or were you inspired of late to do that? Is it something you talked Jill- about prior? <laughs> Jill thinks of everything. She's <laughs> Jill. If a great idea came from somewhere, it was Jill that started it. <laughs> that's wonderful. Except for the name of our show and like basically all of our guests, that's all Rachel. That was, organizing what was the next thing I was questions. going to ask. Go ahead, talk about that. Yeah, so Rachel came up with this amazing. Still. Yeah, she came up with this amazing title, and um, she came up. First, she came up with one tile, and we absolutely loved it. And then we revisited it, like, a couple weeks later. And then she came up with an even better title, and we were thinking, you know, yes, this is this is it. And then I started making mock-ups of, like, different logos and things. And and I asked her to take a picture and of, you know, herself. I said, please take a, you know, a selfie, whatever you can. because And she was she was really smart in saying, you know, we'll kind of wear the same thing and, and then um, I used different editing programs where I was able to, you know, put our pictures together, like, on the same logo, basically. And But I want Rachel to talk about the different titles because she's brilliant. I mean, she's a writer. So she 
she came up with so many and and I think really it kind of it kind of it helped launch like the idea of you know what our show is all about and kind of like the the guests too that we wanted to bring on the show yeah definitely that's the one thing I am actually good at is titles I I can't guarantee anything after that (laughs) but Jill and I had you know like a bubble of an idea we had this cloud we said you know you know, we love each other. We have the same goals. We work together so well. This is a fantastic idea. Um, let's do something really meaningful around this. Um, you know, we know so many great women. You know, Gabby, G, you know, it, everybody who's ever, you know, inspired us. And we're like, my goodness, you know, it's it's not just, um, you know, such a fun, exciting thing for us to do. But look at everyone we know. Look at the hustle. You know, women are just, you know, bursting through the door right now. And we're like, any friend that we know who started their own business recently, you know, they've really um, turned things around for themselves. You know, how do we celebrate that? So, of course, you know, the girl next door, um, everybody knows, you know, that, that sort of phrase, but we were like, no, you know, let's turn this into somebody that's, you know, just empowered themselves. You know, the girl boss. You know, I know it's a phrase that people have heard before, but I think it just, you know, tells you everything you need to know about what we want to do and what we wanted to achieve with this. And, you know, it started off with just sort of, um, you know, friends that we know who would, who would sort of, you know, written a book or they'd achieved a goal. It doesn't even have to be, you know, a, something that you think is a really big achievement. It can be big or small, but it means that you've done something for yourself. And we're like, yeah, we know so many people that have done these great little things for themselves. And perhaps that little thing has like turned into this, you know, quite big, you know, business, or now they're able to do something from home, Um, you know, or they've just done a goal that, you know, they never thought they'd they'd be able to achieve. So um, from there, Jill and I said, right, let's actually turn this into um, something where we can share this with other people, build an online community around it, and just see where it takes us. That's, it's amazing. Um, you have quite a genre of guests that you've had on your show um, as well. Like just looking at the library of, of the guests that you've had on your show, can you tell us about some of them and how do they inspire you? Who's, who stands out for you? Oh, my goodness. Um, I think Jill and I purposely wanted a variety of people because, um, I mean, we have guests lined up, you know, and, you know, we think, okay, well, we know a few authors, you know, we, we try and make things each week, you know, different. Um, but we purposely wanted somebody who had, you know, got their own, for me at the moment, Serenity, um, from Serenity and Scott, you know, she was a makeup artist for years. And that's something that Jill and I connect with straight away because of obviously being on set. Um, but she'd been, you know, she still is probably, you know, professional makeup artist for like 20 years, but then she decided to go from, you know, using other people's makeup products, um, to creating her own line. But she was so ahead of her time, even like 10 years ago saying, why are there so many chemicals in the leading brands of makeup? You know, now it's quite normal. We can walk into any store and find gluten-free makeup i know jill definitely um is that something that she enjoys and tries to find um you know vegan makeup no dyes no chemicals she was thinking of these things years and years ago and she launched her own um makeup product and her own perfume line and she has her own store now so that was just like amazing we were like my goodness we have to talk to serenity um look at what she's achieved so she stands out for me jill who's your favorite or standout guests that we've had. I mean, besides Gail, the obvious. (laughs) obvious. I forgot I was on your show. (laughs) That was... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That that totally wasn't a a little, um, you know... That wasn't it. That just Gail's in the background. Just forget about hand. yeah. Just forget about me. <laughs> Besides me, who else She's is your pointing favorite? an arrow down at her head? This lady right here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, be like absolutely. Well, I I definitely I definitely loved having Gail on. I think that I think that especially because. Um, of all the things that Up To Me Radio is doing, all the wonderful ladies that are a part of it. And for me, growing and learning from people, especially in 
what Rachel and I are trying to do. We're trying to branch out, and I feel personally like we're not just doing these ladies a favor. They're also doing us a favor because we're learning and growing from all of our guests. I think we're getting ideas of what their favorite social media is, what, you know, avenue they've taken for marketing themselves, and how they reach their audience I think is really important because I always feel like – because Rachel and I, we're both, you know, we both have our own businesses. I always feel like every year if I'm not growing, I'm not doing my job because social media is constantly changing and there's so many things out there. There's so many things out there to benefit from that are free and we just need to learn how to take advantage of them and use them to, you know, the best of our, our abilities to grow as people and, and grow as businesses. So, I love that we were able to talk to you, Gail, at, at Up To Me Radio because we do, besides television, which Rachel and I have been so blessed to be on two different television networks now on um, OBCB Live in Mississippi and also uh, the Music City Arts Channel in Nashville, you know, Up To Me Radio is, is an amazing, amazing avenue that, you know, we would love our show to be on radio. I mean, that's just, you know, that's another dream, I think, that, is going to be great just to gain listeners, and I think people are going to benefit from the guests that we have. All of the guests, I think they have something new to share, and I think yeah. somebody out there, you know, wants to be a host like you, Gail, or wants to be an artist like Amanda Page Cornett that's been on our show, or even a makeup artist, you know, like Serenity and Scott. And we've had, mm-hmm. you know, so many diverse guests, like you said, Gail. I think that somebody out there will take something from each of our guests. Yeah, yes, that was our goal too. I mean, every guest that we have, we always, I know because <laughs> we asked you, Gail. But at the end of <laughs> I the forgot part, I was on the show. <laughs> that totally was. <laughs> we just throw we just throw it out there. We say, okay, you know, <laughs> to each guest, you know, we say what you know. It's not easy doing your own thing. You know, um, smashing a new goal, starting your own business. What advice do you have? For anyone listening because it is important you know people who might not be you know so happy in their job and they want to change things or they want to try something new it's like can you give our you know listeners some words of encouragement and I think that's what where we learn as well you know Jill and I are like oh my goodness <laughs> you know, that's fantastic I need to do that <laughs> so we're learning well too. it's because of who you both are and for the goals that that you have and for your desire to help and expand the um the the paths for other people um you're very light-minded with myself and um up to me radio as our network and so that's why and i was going to save this for last but it's okay because that's why we're going to make a special announcement that and i'm so proud and excited to tell all of you that the girl boss next door is indeed joining the up to me radio network so i just want you yay yes i'm so excited you're perfect fit you're a perfect fit um, into um, with a Up to Me Radio Network, and I know that you're just gonna um, you're just gonna bring like a wealth of um, just I mean, just from today's show. It's like a wealth of knowledge and talent um, that's really going to help to encourage and inspire others um, who just want to be a girl boss. What does that mean? Like, can I be a girl boss? What what criteria do you think? Um, constitutes a girl boss, but um, you know each one of your guests is a girl boss, of course. And mm-hmm. but but they all have they all bring something um, different to the table. So it's not just one formula for a girl boss. Um, mm-hmm. I know, and that's what's so wonderful, like the genre of people that you bring on. But um, I really find that um, that that your guests each have. I, I think that they have similar um, values and similar um, goals and talents, but yet they all bring something different to the table based on their own personal experience. And so it's just, I, I know you're going to bring a lot to the table and you're going to bless a lot of people. So I'm really proud and grateful that you've decided to come and expand um, what you do from, you're on two other um, networks as well. So you really are like your own channel. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're like your own channel, yeah. the Girl Boss Next Door channel. So you have. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you have um, OBTV in Mississippi. And is it the CAT Network? That's what I'm calling it. What is the acronym for that? Oh, NECAT in Nashville. Yes, the Music and the Arts Channel. Yes, NECAT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're wonderful. You know what? what? Does that stump to me? Are you not sure? <laughs> okay, no, I was just wondering because it's a little different. It is just, different, I know, but um, I know that OBTV is Olive Branch Television in Mississippi gotcha. because it, it's oh, yeah. out of mm-hmm. Olive Branch, the city of Olive Branch. And if you just give me a second, I can look up what kneecap means. <laughs> <laughs> I just was curious. It's not a problem, but um, Move on to I love. The next question. Yeah, you know what I love is that, um, and I think this is what kind of sets you all apart as well, um, is that uh, you you conduct your shows through the medium of Skype instead of like you know radio or um, you know radio. You guys do your show through Skype. So that's really different. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with that, and why did you choose that medium? That's all Jill. But she's a genius, like I said. She we is. already know that. But having okay, said I, that, I, I really – I can I tell you what NECAP means. National okay. Education okay. Community and Arts Television. Perfect. Oh, wonderful. Oh, I love that. Yes. Um, yes. I was going to say, Jill, that um, when you suggested that we Skype, it's because we wanted a really comfortable environment for, for our guests. And, you know, you Jill and I just – basically wake up have our morning tea and coffee and you know we invite people to you know sit down and be comfortable so and we can all see each other sipping with our big giant mugs and we're just basically friends in a room we don't we don't want people to feel intimidated or feel like you know we're, we're coming down and asking them hard questions it's no. having a friend over you know have a friend over for a cup of tea hello or coffee <laughs> and, um, <laughs> sorry of course um a cappuccino and then it, it just it I think it's more relaxing that way and if you can see somebody's face I think it's really it, I think it brings a, a nice dynamic too as as well as radio it's just a different way of of um, saying hi and meeting people and, and hearing their story it's a very natural process being on your show and just a fun experience because it's exactly what you just described it's just a conversation but amongst friends it's very natural and fun and um, just very inspiring and uplifting. Um, so I just so appreciate uh, both uh, what both of you do. And and um, I want to really quick, because we're um, unfortunately almost out of time, but you just mentioned something that I wanted to bring up too because I love, and that's your really big mugs. So I wanted yeah. to know. <laughs> well, you know what? With your, um, with your show title, The Girl Boss Next Door, and your logo, I thought these would make great mugs and T-shirts. So I wanted to know if yes. you have in mind a swag store where I know I would buy a mug and I would also buy a T-shirt. Do you have a swag store in mind where we can begin to purchase those? It's of course, in development. It's, in development? <laughs> it's actually oh, in good. development. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yes, I'm, I'm building our website. And, we, um, and Rachel and I, Rachel and I even talked about this in the beginning. I said, okay, well, you know, we need a website. We need a Facebook page. We need a Twitter. We need an Instagram. We need a YouTube. And she said, hold on a minute. She said, we don't need a website right away. <laughs> That's Jill. If Rachel didn't stop me, she'd be, I'd be like all over the place. I'd be like, okay, we need this. She's like, we don't, we don't need all of that at once. So let's, okay. I said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to build all the social media pages. You can't stop me. So I did build all the social media pages. So she did everything. If, um, if, people, <laughs> if people want to connect with us, you know, we all of our videos, which are um, wonderful interviews of ours with our guests, they're all on Facebook, and they are all on our YouTube channel, uh, The Girl Boss Next Door, um, on YouTube, on Facebook. We're on Instagram, and uh, mm-hmm. I do post a lot of our interviews on LinkedIn, so if anybody wants to personally connect with me on LinkedIn, I do post all of our interviews on there as well. But uh, on Facebook and also on YouTube, everybody can watch all of our interviews for free. So we're really mm-hmm. excited about that. And then, of course, uh, we are on um, Olive Branch Television uh, every eight hours. What's, what's amazing is the former mayor of Olive Branch, Sam Rikers, shout out to Sam Rikers, he actually airs our show because he's in charge of OBTV and in City Hall of Olive Branch. And he says, I have you in rotation every eight hours. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, wonderful. That's wow. Amazing. Yes, that's amazing. So, <laughs> You're on a loop. And he's asking me, I actually, 
I, yeah, I was at a benefit yesterday with TJ. Uh, we were at a benefit in, um, in Hernando, Mississippi, and uh, it was for fallen officers in DeSoto County, which all the branches in, and, and Sam was there filming for OBTV, and he said, I need more Girl Boss episodes. And I said, that's, that's so awesome. nice to hear. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the former mayor is asking me for Girl Boss episodes. I'm like, I feel really oh cool my right goodness. now. <laughs> yes. Great. So, like, even somebody <laughs> saying our title, I get so excited. I'm like, the, the fact that somebody at that level knows who we are and what we're doing, so it's just, it's, it's amazing. So, and then, of course, you know, our, our show also airs every, oh, I need to make a post, um, every Saturday and also every, every uh, Wednesday in Nashville as well on the Music City Arts Channel. So, Rachel, I think you need to hang on to your hat. Because I think, I think I think you're going to be taking off in in um, just a, a little short while. So I think between <laughs> between your show's success and just who you guys are and the connections that you have, and and Jill's ability, um, you know, to just uh, she's like an amazing um, booking agent and she just has amazing ideas, like you said, and she's so hardworking. She's right on it, like. You know, really I booked her for I booked you guys for our show, and already in in just like twenty minutes, she already had it all up on her social media. So she's a force to be reckoned is. with. I know she's gonna. She will probably hold my <laughs> own hat for me. <laughs> That's the great thing. I feel like even if I don't feel like uh, I know what I'm doing, I know Jill knows what I'm doing. So I, I don't. <laughs> so I don't have to worry. <laughs> if I was left to myself, forget it. I think that's why. Um, I think that's why that this is this worked out so far. <laughs> Rachel does, does an amazing job. Rachel <laughs> does an amazing job. He finds our guests because sometimes, I mean, like everybody gets wrapped up with their own work and their own life, and and Rachel has to remind me, like, okay, you know, like I booked two more people. You know, when are you available? And I'm like, okay, great. You know, like that's not that I don't <laughs> want to do our show, and not that it's like I'm a hundred percent on board. Sometimes I'm like, I have like, you know, everybody has work to do. And then yeah, she's cool. like, okay, I have, you know, people coming up. And I'm like, okay, great, I'm excited. You know, like, that's, that's, that's awesome. So, well, the two of you are I'm, amazing. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I, well, I, I just, you know, I always want us to have great guests. And, and you kind of have to be a little bit selective because you want to feel mm-hmm. like, you know, these people are going to share it. They're going to be engaging. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really, you know, focused on their business and their business is, mm-hmm. you know, like a job to them. And you really want somebody with that mindset, you know, just like with acting, like Rachel said, you know, you, it has to be a job for you, you know, it's, mm-hmm. and you have to want to do it, you know, so we want yeah. those type of engaging people. And, and Rachel has been doing an amazing job picking these, you know, beautiful women with like inside and out, you know, they're beautiful women and mm-hmm. with amazing stories, amazing backgrounds and, and what they're doing is so great. I mean, I've never written a book, you know, so a lot of these women, you know, they, they have their processes and, and just talking about, you know, the reasons behind writing a book and, and why they were inspired to do it and how it's changing people's lives and even making people laugh. Like, we had one author that she brought on that was just completely hilarious. And I, you know, I was like, you need to do an audio book. Like, have you thought about doing an yeah. audio book? Because her voice is just so <laughs> funny. Stacey House. Oh, yeah, Stacey House, yeah. Stacey, well, Stacey House it was an Uber driver, and she has incredible stories. <laughs> well, we're all great. looking forward. We're all looking forward to um, to your being on the network and bringing in those engaging guests. Um, unfortunately, it's all the time we have for today's show. I'm so sorry to have to interrupt you because I could go on with you two ladies for hours. Um, I just thank you, Jill and Rachel, for coming here and taking the time um, in your busy schedule and inspiring all the present and future girl bosses out there and just for giving all women a platform and the courage to tell their stories and helping them to become the next girl boss next door. So on that note, don't forget to tune in to the next episode of The Girl Boss Next Door with those fabulous hosts, Jill Sanabanez and Rachel George. In the great states of Mississippi, you can watch them on OBTV Comcast, Channel 19, or in Nashville, Tennessee. Tune in live to the Music City Arts NECAD Network, Channel 9, every Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. and every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. Central. Simply go to www kneecat n e c a t network dot org or 
like we just mentioned, um, I'm so proud and excited to tell you that the Girl Boss Next Door, again, is now joining the Up To Me Radio Network. Yay! So stay Yay. tuned. Yay! Yay, yes. <laughs> stay tuned. We're so excited to have you. I can't even tell you. So um, just stay tuned for their special premiere on Up To Me Radio. So just keep checking um, our Facebook and Instagram for um, those details and updates. Um, on social media, you can follow Jill Sanabanez and Rachel George with the Girl Boss Next Door on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube, respectively. The Up To Me Magazine show will be back next Saturday at 10 a.m. with another fabulous guest to inspire and educate you. So mark your calendars and meet me here at the Gabby G Cafe. And on behalf of Mel D and myself and the entire cast of Up To Me Radio, this is Gabby G saying take five this week and be inspired to ask yourself about your own Up To Me journey. Then come back and share it with us because you know what? It's your life, your journey. It's up to you. Take us out, Mel D, as we listen to our fabulous theme song, Wake Up, by Blessed Love Gospel Reggae Band. It's up to me to be the very best I can be.
sleepless slumber We can do this no longer Me have to say Wake up, wake up and live Your life is full of perfect 